American Oc Radio, everybody. It's that time again. We're so glad to have you on board. Big shout out to my buddy Joe in Ottawa. Awesome guy. I, I love this guy. I've been talking to him on the phone a lot this week. We got Professor Mike in Ottawa. Don Naylor, or Super Don, as he's known in the radio universe, is not going to be with us today, but that's okay because we're going to have our board operator, uh, Slash producer. I guess he's doing a little bit of producing back yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Brad, everybody, I in am here. Minnesota. Hello. So that's our U.S. connection today. Brad, is it a beautiful day in Minnesota? It's a, It's really hot. It's been humid these last few days. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, I'd trade that. I tell you what, it's getting really cold. Like, we froze overnight here. Mm. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. It's, it's turning winter. What about Ottawa, Mike? What's Ottawa looking like? Ottawa has been extremely hot recently. We've had a few thunderstorms here and there. But, uh, yeah, I know overall it's been very hot and humid. So why are we getting dumped with cold weather over here in Alberta? It's like God hates us. So we got a great show. Yeah, 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 it's me. Um, It's kind of like that old uh, thing with, you know, on big ships. You have to throw somebody overboard. Uh, Maybe if I was kicked out of Alberta... The weather would pick up. So we got a great show today. Uh, we've got 39 things that Hillary Clinton blames her election loss on. Okay? And that's actually the short list, but I did find one thing that she didn't blame it on. We're going to go to that. Uh, a ESPN reporter started tweeting out about Donald Trump being a white supremacist, because he clearly is. He's, he's clearly the worst human being ever that lived since, oh, 1943. And... <clears throat> The CNN brought this DJ on, a shock jock, to talk about it, and he rocked their world. It was great. We've got news of the missile defense pact between Canada and the U.S. Oh, wait a minute. Did I say there was one? No, because there isn't. We're going to get into that. So, I mean, if North Korea uh, nuked Edmonton, where I am, uh, Brad, you'd just sit back and laugh, wouldn't you? That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. So let's launch this show, people. American Rock Radio. I love it. My girlfriend loves it. Even my dog loves it. I love you. Oh, my God. American Rock Radio. We love you. That's all I listen to. American Rock Radio. Sounds like a party, baby. Ooh, yeah. So, Friday morning, President Donald Trump tweeted, ESPN is paying a really big price for its politics and bad programming. People are dumping it in record numbers. Apologize for the untruth. And he was referring to comments made on Twitter earlier in the week by ESPN anchor Jamel Hill, in which she labeled the president as, among other things, a white supremacist. I think... That this is just proof that black women have no business being in sports talk. Am I right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Seriously, Mike, do you agree? Well, you know what? I. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, well, without sounding too much like a douche, I'd have to agree. Yeah, there's, uh, 
The, well, you know what? It's it's when you mix the liberal aspect with things. That's where the That's real it, problems yeah. happen. It's it's exactly. not the fact that the person's black or female or anything. It's the simple fact that they're liberal. If they were not liberal, it would be fine because liberalism puts this this just BS aspect to everything. It, just, it does, yeah. And they've got a it, the politics have to infect everything. Like I, I I've seen polls and uh, you know studies where they'll talk about Donald Trump supporters. If they find out that their friend is a Hillary supporter, they'll be all, well, that's whatever, you know, that's your choice, and then move on, right? But it, the opposite is completely untrue. Uh, you know, you have Hillary supporters and Democrats that have been friends with people all their lives, and all of a sudden they find out that they're a Trump supporter, and it's like a, like a weird breakup where they're... Oh, you know, man, yeah. I, I don't think I know. that... I think you knew this time was coming. You know I mean? Bro, I've I've wit- I've witnessed that stuff, man. I'm telling you, I've witnessed it. I've seen people literally getting into fist fights when they find out. This is in Canada, right, where Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are not. You saw you saw a fist fight over politics over U.S. politics in Canada. I saw a fist fight between two butch-looking girls, or I don't know what they are anymore. You never know, right? But. Um, it was at Value Village, and they were literally throwing fists at each other and stuff like that. And this was just like, I don't know, a few months ago, uh, you know, and, and it's after the election and stuff. And they were literally like arguing and fighting because one of them liked Donald Trump and the other one liked Hillary Clinton. No, one of them liked Bernie Sanders and the other one liked Hillary Clinton. And they, what does that have to do with Canada? That's even better because <laughs> that's one of the things that Hillary blamed her election loss on was oh. Bernie Sanders. Man, it's 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 stupid. And I mean, I've been I've been in stores with my friend before, and we were talking about the election. This is during the election time. Okay, actually, we were talking about it because of the show, because of American Uck Radio, best show on you know the internet. Um, we were talking about that, and she comes up to us, this you know multicolored hair girl, and she's just like, "So who are you guys voting for?" And we were just like, "We can't vote for any of them. It's not Canadian." And she's like, well, if Donald Trump becomes the president, there's a lot of bad things that'll happen. And we're just like, no. Well, there was. I mean, we just had two hurricanes and an earthquake in Mexico. (laughs) 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 So she was right. I mean, but let's let's go over to the CNN clip here of these guys talking about this situation. And this shock jock just totally threw him right off. It's so funny. And that had absolutely nothing to do with sports. And they said, look, you can't have this opinion. It's too conservative. We're not going to allow it. I think that's a bad move. I'm a First Amendment absolutist. I believe in only two things completely, the First Amendment and boobs. And so once they made the decision that they were not going to allow a conservative non-sports related commentary, they couldn't do it Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What did you just say? See, when I first listened to these clips, I thought he meant booze. You know, B-O-O-Z-E. That's the two things I believe in, because those have perpetuated America all these years, right? First Amendment and booze. But, no, he was actually saying boobs, and he wasn't apologizing. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly as a woman anchoring the show. Did you say, what did you just say? You yeah. believe in the First Amendment and B-O-O-B-S? She can't even say Boobs. It. Two things that have <laughs> never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and boobs. That's awesome. I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, the fake outrage from this CNN reporter. And I guarantee you she's a total freak when the doors are closed. But 
she's got to be the Puritan, right? As as a woman, I just want to make sure that I heard you right. Did you say B O O double B? Yes. <laughs> so those are the only two things I believe in absolutely in the country. And so I don't think Jamel Hill should be fired. But I do think straight up that once you make the decision that you are going to let Kurt Schill go, that you have to also He's right. make the decision that you're going to let Jamel Hill go. I think that's a bad decision. I think ESPN has made bad decisions that have led to 13 million subscribers bailing on the network. They've made bad decisions that have led to ratings collapsing. Jamel Hill's television show is He's collapsing. Right. Ratings were down 20% last week over last year. I think that's why she's angry. I think that's why she went after Donald Trump. She's begging for ESPN to fire her so she can work somewhere else. Exactly. And because her job is to be a sports commentator. Okay. If she wanted to talk about politics, she should have got a job at CNN, which she very well might after this. But it's like you were talking about earlier, Mike. Liberals, hey? Progressives. They've got to inject it into everything. Everything. Even when your job is to throw around a ball and kick it. No, no, no. You've got to take a knee at the beginning of the game. <laughs> Kaepernick. And you've got to make it this this stand for justice at the beginning of a football game. We'll be back with more Boobs in the First Amendment on American Ock Radio. Syntec Global XFT is a breakthrough product trusted around the world for over 20 years. Syntec Global XFT will maximize engine life and fuel economy, maximize horsepower and performance, and minimize emissions. XFT packs an incredible amount of benefits into one small concentrated dose and comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Syntec Global XFT. Put it to the test. Head over to AmericanUpRadio.com now to get your extreme fuel treatment. That's AmericanUpRadio.com. America Radio. Welcome back, everybody. The call in line is 855-660-4261. Do you know an insufferable liberal that has to keep bringing politics into every single conversation? Now, myself, I really enjoy the show. Uh, I love this whole thing because it's entertaining because... People just melt down and lose their minds. And we were talking during the break, and these guys agreed with me. You don't hear of political correctness in the NHL. You don't hear it in the hockey world. But as I was saying, they brought this guy on CNN to talk about the fact that Jamel Hill was looking at losing her job. She apologized, of course for her insensitive remarks towards the president. And they let her back on. But we're seeing this in professional sports all over the place. Uh, the CFL, the Canadian Football League, their latest uh, drive or marketing campaign is diversity is strength. What has that got to do with football? Okay. Okay. Um, Keith, what do you think? Listen, I, I'm, I'm astonished at almost everything I just heard. Um, 
CNN is still worried about this whole First Amendment and boobs thing. <laughs> and I love it. I'm so glad they got this guy on the show because he totally diverted the attention away from the subject at hand. One of the, one of the things that, and Jamel's a personal <laughs> friend, not just, not just a colleague, but a personal friend. One of the things that Jamel's had to deal with her entire career and many women who I'm friends with in this business and have been friends with in this business for a long time is sexism, blatant sexism, comments about her appearance, comments about, uh, about her racially, comments about her inability or perceived inability to be able to comment on sports because of, because now it's of being, gender. It's for, about so, being a woman. For somebody woman. to come on CNN and to say something like, the only thing I believe in in a discussion I'm about just, something. I'm substance, still there, substance, too. <laughs> you know what's they really forgot funny? all about trump <laughs> go you, ahead mike you know you know what's funny is her her name alone is very discriminatory because jamil means beautiful so basically her name alone discriminates against ugly people and she's not exactly that good looking so wait a I, minute I, what 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 jamil means beautiful in what language like in the majority of languages like you'll get it in farsi and arabic uh Urdu, things like that you'll get it in a lot of languages that share the the Middle Eastern dialects. So most, um, you know, like Sudanese and things like that. Yeah, it means beautiful. So isn't that discriminatory alone? Isn't her name just kind of like, isn't she, uh, uh, what do you call it, over over exaggerating her looks or something? I don't know. Well, it's better than being named Stank. I mean, you know, when you're naming your child. You know, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you've got the black guy and the white woman who are just, you know, they're just clutching their pearls and, oh, 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 woman, you said, live broadcast and on American Oc Radio, baby. That's gold. Let's go on with it here. And I just want to make sure it, I'm hearing you correctly. B O O Z E or B O O B S? Because yeah. as a woman, I'm, I'm, I'm. As in boobs, I believe completely in the First <laughs> Amendment and in boobs. Those are the only two things I believe 100 percent in in this country. Why not? I mean, awesome. you, you don't have ESPN or CNN anymore. All you've got left is this, is uh, the First Amendment and boobs. So I mean, it, it, listen. Here's the deal. Brad, uh, yeah. What w- women in your life would they be offended by that statement? Um, I think s- some of them might. Yes. Okay. Why? Every one of them has boobs. Well, that's I've got true. boobs. Well, it depends on who you're saying it to. Like if you're talking yeah. to your grandma or something, right. that's different, right? Yeah. Yo, my, I mean, my grandma, my grandma would laugh her butt off. Yo, okay, like, but mm. but then again, I'm from you know like different style of family, right? I don't have the political correctness and crap like that. I didn't grow up with that stuff, so maybe that's why it's different. <laughs> yeah, my grandma would look at me and say, "And who are you again?" And by the way, <laughs> Jamel has absolutely nothing here, to do with live her background on CNN, at all. He, he, I, I did you notice that? He went straight to that. Yeah, you're you're I, absolutely I, right. I, I, I did go, I did go straight to that. Why would you even say that live on national television and with a female host? Why I say it live on the radio all there? the time because it's true, and that's what I do. <laughs> because I like boobs and the First Amendment, which is exactly what I said. Freedom. What's the problem with that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing, actually. If anything, he's complimenting women. That's one of his favorite things, or two of them anyways, I should say. <laughs> yeah, like, I, mean, I don't know. They come in all shapes and sizes, and... You know, even when you don't particularly love the pair that's in front of you, you're not really going to hate them. I guess, but I mean, I I don't... Leftover pizza, right? 
If we're talking like a sock with a tennis ball in it, uh, then no, you're not. Most likely not. Just close your eyes and imagine it's a guy. <laughs> or two of them. <laughs> Be a liberal for once. Well, like, we're getting it. way off track. But you know what? <clears throat> Feminism has kind of run its course, I think. They're running out of things to be upset about. I, I really think so, because they're having to invent stuff all the time. Feminism has, has protested against the whole fact of men and women being in separate leagues forever. To the point that the NCAA not long ago said that there's no genetic difference between men and women. Okay, well, why do you still have separate divisions for their basketball? But why, 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 why is that? There's you know women basketball. Because teams and because men? if they put women on one <laughs> team and men on the other, the score would be six hundred to nothing. I, it, I love it. it. Seriously, do you remember all biology Fox? aside? Do you remember you Fallon know? Fox, the MMA fighter that was transgender? Blah blah blah. Whatever. The guy no, that used to that. just go and basically smother the women. <laughs> I don't remember that, but yeah, I mean, you see it all the time. There was a there was a wrestling competition down in Texas, high school wrestling, and some guy claimed he was a girl, and he was just tossing these chicks around like it was nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and, and the there award. and there was a long distance runner as well, and uh, you had a uh, a transgendered runner, I think, out of Africa uh, in the Olympics. And people were squawking about that because it's not fair. Listen, you can jump up and down and argue with how you were made. And, and I do believe we were designed, okay? I do. So wanting to be angry at God or whatever you believe in for making you the way that you are, you're not going to get anywhere. All you're going to be is perpetually angry. And you can go ahead and put on lipstick all you want. You're still going to be a guy or a woman, genetically and, you know, biologically speaking. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, if you want to pretend it's Halloween every day and dress up, that's fine. You're an adult. You can do that. Uh, you were just saying, Mike, that your, your boss was telling me that at his, at his kid's school, they were hanging pride flags above the, the doors in the school. And, and this girl's like six years old. Yeah, she's six years old. They had gay pride flags everywhere, and it said, we value diversity in our school. And um, Unless you disagree. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and what's funny is, um, I don't know if I should go on with this, but um, so, so his son is more literate than his daughter, so they're in separate divisions of grade one, and I guess the smarts with the dumbs. And, sorry? Go ahead. Okay, and um, so basically, she has sexuality as one of her courses. Meanwhile, he has physical education. So there's something really wrong there. So she's going to be putting condoms on bananas, and he's going to be learning how to play football. Mike and Mike with Brad in Minnesota at the illustrious GCN Radio Network. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to American Arc Radio, everybody. The call in line is 855-660-4261. If you're offended by the word boobs, quit listening. Like I said, the call in line is 855-660-4261. 
boobs. Now, Kentucky Fried Chicken Canada, <laughs> this is kind of funny, is reminding Saskatchewan franchisees about anti-discrimination policies after a memo instructing staff to speak English only was brought to its attention. Never mind that they're giving people cancer. That's okay. you gotta, you got to speak whatever you want there. CBC News obtained a copy of an internal memo distributed to employees at a Yorkton, Saskatchewan KFC last month, which instructed foreign workers to speak English only in front of customers. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. Okay? If, the, if you're in an English-speaking community and you need to talk to customers, you speak English. Now, it's alleged that customers complained after staff spoke a different language in front of them and also said some complained when they overheard staff speaking another language in the back of the fast food restaurant. That I don't have a problem with because they were in the back and talking to each other. This stops now, said the memo. When our FWs, or foreign workers, were brought over to Canada, part of the process was that they had to pass English tests the memo says. So they had to know English to come here. All right? Which makes sense because how are you going to work if you can't communicate? These workers need to understand that communicating in a language which is not understandable by 99% of our customers aggravates the general public. The memo stipulated that employees could speak their own language in the break room. That makes sense to me. The supervisor on ship at the location declined to comment Wednesday, but confirmed it was an internal memo at the restaurant. KFC Canada has confirmed, however, that the memo was distributed by one franchise partner to a few stores throughout Saskatchewan. Have you ever been to Saskatchewan, Mike? Uh, I've been through Saskatchewan twice, yeah, like driving through it, and... Uh you know, everywhere I went, uh, I don't want to sound bad or anything, but it was predominantly English-speaking people. I mean, it's... Well, it's, it's mostly it's white farmland. people. Saskatchewan is white people and Indians, okay? Yeah, it's mostly farmland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's vastly underpopulated. I mean, seriously, you've got two cities, Regina and Saskatoon, that are only half a million people. Those are the sorry, largest sorry. cities. Did, they're, they're only... Did, did you say Regina as a woman? I, I don't know if I can handle that word because it sounds too much like B-O-O-B-S. Boobs. Boobs. So anyways, this, this memo went out from uh, just a couple of, you know, a couple of the stores in Saskatchewan. And listen, I've had experience with this, okay? I was in a gas station and you had these guys speaking Hindi. Uh, one of them in the little kitchen where they made their chicken. And one of them behind the counter, there was a big lineup of people all waiting to pay for their gas, grab cigarettes, buy a coffee, whatever, and get out of there. And, and they weren't helping anybody, and they were speaking in a foreign language and laughing to each other. Well, I kind of I yelled at them. I said, look, speak English. You are in Canada now. And people don't like that because their, their brain automatically goes to the worst-case scenario where you're thinking, they're making fun of me because they're talking and laughing. Does that make sense? Now, to, just as a little example here, I'm going to order a chicken sandwich from Professor Mike, okay? And he's going to speak Arabic. <clears throat> so here we go. Yes, hello. I would like to order a chicken sandwich, extra crispy with fries and a large drink, please. But like to study she, 
what did what did you say about the sheep lamp? Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you talking about the hot goat in the field out by the junction? Uh, what's that got to do with my chicken sandwich, sir? Uh, I don't know. What do you want to do today? Just What is that? Some kind of a... I, you know what? I think I'm just going to go to McDonald's. Have a good day. See? See what happens? <laughs> Have a great day, sir. Enjoy your trip to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, that's at that point you start speaking. <laughs> so what did you say, by the way? Were you making fun of my mom or what were you doing there? At, at, at first, I said, uh, what else would you like? Is there anything else that you'd like to buy? And then the second thing I said is, so what are you going to do with yourself when you go home? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that that's not all you said, but I'm glad that you polished it off for the for the. Well, live. if I if I say anything worse than that, and we have any customer any listeners that understand, then that would be even, you know, that would just Can well you, that would further prove the point. But but wait, I mean, wait a minute, know. Brad, Brad, if we had somebody that spoke Arabic and he swore, is it legal with the FCC to say Arabic swear words? That is a great. Uh, That's question. <laughs> That's a great question. And you can't discriminate against me because I'm talking a foreign language now, so I have liberal immunity, right? In fact, that makes you more important in a lot of places. Now, yeah. so but I'm white, so does, can I like claim to be uh, transracial or like like you like you said? I should start naming myself Sean King Dolezal. Maybe I'll start getting welfare. Buddy, you can be a pirate or a fairy or a gay black French speaking quadriplegic woman. I don't care. So this memo that went out to these stores caused a furor with the company. Lynn Free, director of operations at KFC Canada, said the company values diversity. We have stringent policies in place around anti-discrimination, and we ex expect the entire KFC family, including our franchisee partners, to uphold these standards, he said in an emailed statement. <laughs> That's a guy named Lynn. <laughs> the, mem the memo was shared with our Saskatchewan employees. is not in line with these values and guidelines and we'll be taking further action to remind all franchisees, employees, and partners of our expectations to value diversity. Except for the bloody Dutch. So, And then the Federation of Labor got involved. Larry Hubick, president of the Saskatchewan Federation of Labor, it's a terrible message. It's a message of intolerance. It's racist, Hubick said. He said a conversation with the employees would have been more appropriate if the English-only policy was justified. Not sure what the justification for that would even be, he said. I just don't understand why an employer thinks that they've got the right to say to workers, oh, you can't speak your native language because it offends our customers. Well, I'll tell you what. In business... You don't do anything to offend your customers, idiot. And here's my prediction. This store is going to lose customers over this because it's Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Now, I only know one person from York Yorkton, Saskatchewan, and he's the biggest, stupidest idiot you ever met in your life. Okay? Now, that's not speaking for all of them, but it's majority white people in Yorkton, it's actually, Yorkton is right on the border between Saskatchewan and Manitoba. All right? Southern Saskatchewan. South, southeastern Saskatchewan. And this is, this is not going to go over well with the local populace. They'll just stop going. I'm, I'm an immigrant, and I have issues when people don't talk to me in English. 
Okay, I'm I'm a 100% foreigner, and I would hate it if I walked into a place and people even spoke my language. I would be angry because no, that's not the way it's supposed to be here. Well, listen, you Mike. Know? Have you ever? Have you ever? Okay, so you speak multiple languages. Have you ever been around people when they're trash talking you because they think yep. that you don't know it? Yep, I've had that with French people. I've had that with Somalian people. Um, I've had that. Well, I've even had it with English people. If I'm talking, if I'm talking to my brother on the phone when I go in there with a, you know, talking a different language, they'll assume I don't even speak English. But um, it's it's really, really. I've noticed it really badly with um, French people here in Ontario and Somalians because Somali shares a lot of similar words to like I could get around with basic Somali. Okay. If you, if you can understand Arabic and you're kind of deaf, that's what Somali is basically. Um, and yeah, I've heard them talking crap about me. Um, you know, you every once how, in a like while. when deaf people talk, how they can, um, so like in Arabic, they'll they say, hear themselves in Arabic. They'll say Dajaj and in, in uh, Somali, they'll say the gag, like they'll change the G, <laughs> okay. and, but it's like, yeah, things like that. <laughs> So. That is kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Mike, Mike, and Brad at GCN on American Oc Radio. The call line is 855-660-4261. We'll be back right after this. Boobs. Syntec Global XFT is a breakthrough product trusted around the world for over 20 years. Syntec Global XFT will maximize engine life and fuel economy, maximize horsepower and performance, and minimize emissions. XFT packs an incredible amount of benefits into one small concentrated dose that comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Syntec Global XFT. Put it to the test. Head over to AmericanUpRadio.com now to get your extreme fuel treatment. That's AmericanUpRadio.com. Holy Jesus! What is that? What the f*** is that? What is that, Private Pile? American Radio. American Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Fourth segment of the first hour of American Oc Radio. And before the break, we were talking about uh, this memo that got sent out by Kentucky Fried Chicken to a few of its franchises instructing its employees to speak English in front of customers. And that would, you know, I would think that that would be just standard operating procedure. And it's a matter of courtesy, too. It really is. You, you speak uh, the language of the unless you don't know it i mean if i went to china uh i uh, if i tried faking it they would laugh at me <laughs> right i'd be going ching chong chong but you know it's a it's a matter of courtesy if you know the local language which these people clearly do you speak it now the saskatchewan human rights code does not include language as a prohibited ground of discrimination a spokesperson explained in an email However, a policy that requires employees not to speak a certain language could be considered discriminatory based on related grounds like race, ancestry, or nationality. How is language not related to race, ancestry, or nationality? I mean, if you're Russian, and you're from Russian, and your ancestors are Russian, and you speak Russian, duh. 
Generally speaking, there would be no issue with the policy if an employer could prove a specific language is required, such as in meetings, writing, and with customers. Well, this is clearly one of those cases. It's required in a country that speaks that language. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, they're just muddying it. (laughs) Right, right. What they're trying to do is accommodate it. But I mean, you know, these guys, they were writing, writing this memo. And I don't think that they, you know, I don't think they expected some kind of a Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. Our chief weapon is surprise. Surprise and fear. Fear and surprise are two weapons. Our fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency are three weapons. Our fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope are four. No. Amongst our weapons. So Black Lives Matter Amongst did something. Oh, I was interrupting the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Black Lives Matter did something really good, Mike. <laughs> they did. Oh. Uh, so U2, the band, not not you, but U2, is pulling the plug on its concert tonight in St. Louis because police have their hands full dealing with ongoing protests of a not guilty verdict in a police-involved shooting trial. Oh, that's actually good. That's awesome. You, the, Black Lives Matter shut down U2. And I mean, you'll never meet uh, a more pompous, arrogant person than Bono. I refuse to call him Bono. It's Bono. By the way, thanks to Dave in Washington, D.C. for sending me this article. And uh, Live Nation and U2 say the St. Louis Police Department has informed them that they're not in position to provide the standard protection for the audience that would normally be expected. The band went on to say, we don't want to risk the fan safety by proceeding with the concert. I don't know if that's Irish or Scottish, but uh, I tried. So I totally don't believe a word of that. Did okay, you just try to appropriate someone's culture, like sheep eating culture. Yeah, I yeah. I yeah. think this is a, has been the plan the whole time is to uh, get the U two concert canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's why Black Lives Matter <laughs> yeah. was formed back in the eighties. Yeah, that's right. Someday. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad they did. I mean, it's great. The protests come following acquittal of a former police officer who is charged with first-degree murder of a black motorist following a high-speed chase in 2011. Some demonstrators burned a U.S. flag and surrounded the mayor's home. Oh, that's original. The police chief says 10 officers were injured in the violence and they've arrested 32 people. You too, says fans will get a full refund. So... You know, some good things came out of that officer-involved shooting, like the lack of a U2 concert. They, they actually, uh, Bono from U2 has this weird history with the Canadian government. They really do. Uh, we had Bono come up here when Paul Martin was the Prime Minister of Canada, and he was lecturing uh, our government on human rights issues. Because they don't have any in Ireland, right? He's, he's got no domestic problems at home. But the way that this guy goes around lecturing everybody about human rights and this and that. And I, listen, I'm not one of these people that thinks that celebrities should not have an opinion. Okay? Because, you know, they're people too. And of course they're going to have opinions. So, I mean, yeah. But... When they use their celebrity, it's like we were talking about earlier with liberals. They've got to inject it into everything. And nowhere is that more true of celebrities. I mean, look at George Clooney. I refuse to watch a movie with that guy in it. Serious. I, 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 I hate George Clooney so much. He's such a loser. 
you know, telling well, my, people. Go I ahead. Was gonna, no, I was just going to say, my question is, why is it, okay, for example, George Clooney, when he puts his uh, his little liberal propaganda in movies and stuff like that, and in his interviews, why do people take the word of a movie star in terms of politics or liberal agendas or whatever, why do they take it, man, politicians, why do they take it with such great value? Why do they hold it to such high, you know, high regard? I don't understand that. Yeah. Because politicians are all about branding. And if they can get a movie star or a rock star to come and agree with them on something, then that's a little pat on the head like they're a pet. And they know that most people are stupid and, and agree with the, uh, they, they buy into the whole cult of personality. Like, George Clooney is an immigration expert. And he's, a, he's an expert on social sciences, what it does to a country when you flood it with people that have exactly opposite cultural values, you know. And so, you know, him, J.K. Rowling, a lot of these other people that had these huge, huge palatial mansions in Italy and the U.K., always calling for uh, we need unchecked immigration. And uh, but they never want to do anything themselves. I mean, Clooney finally pony up and uh, started paying for it because he was getting so much flack on Twitter. I mean, look what look what Paul Joseph Watson did at J.K. Rowling. I thought that whole situation was hilarious. But she's an author, and all of a sudden she's an expert on immigration. It doesn't work to have unchecked immigration. It just doesn't work. Oh, by the way, uh, you'll be glad to know, uh, Brad. That all those Somalis that flooded out of Minnesota and into Canada, or not Somalis, but Haitians, mm. now the Canadian government has backtracked and they're sending them home. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, we did what Trump couldn't. And, uh, you know, the guy that did it had fabulous socks. So, yeah, he backtracked on all of that. He, he completely, uh, now they're saying, well, no, we can't. And it's because they were in Quebec. Quebecers aren't going to put up with that. They're just not. I mean, if anybody in Canada is not going to put up with that, it'll be Alberta and Quebec. And Quebec is strangely going conservative in the last little while. Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party, well, not even the Liberal Party, just him, came out recently and completely insulted small business owners. They're changing the taxes around to completely penalize small business owners and families. And he likened them to tax frauds and cheats and criminals. Uh, you remember your last president, Brad, when he said, if you got a business, you didn't build that. Uh, man, oh, man. Yeah. That was like <laughs> sandpaper on your brain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that guy. That's the one. Yeah. Barry. Barry and his wife, Michael. Barry Sotero. Yeah, that's right. I could watch those Michelle Obama is a man videos all day. They're so entertaining. <laughs> she's literally got something flopping around in the front of her pants when she's dancing with Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, I, okay, so I, I used to work for a pizza guy a while back that uh, right. his wife used to show up, and she's hardcore, hardcore Lebanese. She saw Michelle Obama for the first time on the TV, and she said, I don't understand why they let men dress like women. And Serious? I turned, that was her I first conclusion? I swear to God, that was her first thing. This was like seven or eight years ago, and oh, man, I that's burst funny. out laughing. Okay? I burst out laughing because I turned, and I looked, and I just started laughing my butt off because there was only her and Obama. And I'm like, it's got to be Michelle. Dude, that is so funny. 
That yeah. and, and she didn't even skip a beat. That was like no, the first thing. To her, she, she, she's like, I don't understand this culture. Why they let men dress like women? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another good thing. A point that you bring up, actually, just with that situation. I mean, uh, she's from Lebanon, yep. and it was not socially acceptable there. Nope. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> but Canada has to be uh, tolerant of everybody's views. So. What, do, that, that means we have to be tolerant of Lebanese people who don't like transgenders, does it not? Oh, that's true. Eh? We have to be accepting. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't know how we got off and all that, but that concludes the first hour of American Act Radio. We'll be back after this hard break. And make sure you listen to the network news. Otherwise, you're going to be ignorant and ill-informed, and all of your friends are going to make fun of you. We'll be back right after this.